Welcome back to the Watch So Series podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. We have Devin and Stephanie back with us. Uh, Stephanie and Lauren had a one-week break last week. Devin and I were lucky to be with Chanel to record episode five, which was great. But we are back with episode six of Insecure. What's going on, Steph? Oh, nothing so much. I'm not throwing no kids, you know, in my house or, you know, having dream sequences where I'm like committing child abuse. <laughs> yeah, she definitely did shoot that child like a basketball, which is hilarious. Devin, what's going on? Man, uh, just hanging out, man. Just getting out the matrix and, and working. And this episode was a lot. I mean, I think this season more than any other season is a more of a reflection of like how life is around you. And like, you can see yourself in all these characters that are going through like these stages. I think this show is about like people in their thirties now. Like it's not just like, Oh, people, she was trying to figure it out. But like, I actually see why Issa felt some type of way and booted the shit out of uh, fucking Kendola when she got the chance <laughs> to. <clears throat> and like, like Issa having those thoughts, like, damn, like I should still be with this nigga Lawrence uh, throughout this episode. Cause Ooh, that shit hurt my heart when I see it's like, Oh, he moved back. Happy for Lawrence mo- moving back to his family. But like, I told yo, I called that. By the way, oh, I yeah, I think happen. we all, yeah, we it had to happen. If he wanted to be a good father, he had to do that. That would I mean, that was his only option, and at least he made that decision, so that's good. All right, so yeah, let's get started then. Um, Lauren's on the way, Lauren's on the way. Lauren's oh, on she the way. on her way? On. Yeah, she on oh, the way. okay, good. So she can just jump on then. All right, cool. So we'll just uh start with this first scene really quick. Actually, I'll give my thoughts. So I thought this episode was interesting. Um, it was a nice dichotomy between like Molly and Issa because like Issa was still like struggling with some of her past things. Uh, and it seemed like Molly was still on this growth thing. Whereas like, you know, last year when we were recording, it was like every week we were like, Molly, you fucking up or she, not every week, but like she was making a lot of mistakes this mm-hmm. year, it was like every episode, Molly's been like growing and growing and growing and growing. And like this episode, she was and still, dealing with real life shit. Yeah, dealing with yeah, real she life was shit. dealing with shit. But, you know, it was it felt very real. Like, like all of it felt real, like Devin said, but particularly the part with Mo- like Molly's situation at work felt so real because like er- I think everybody knows what it's like when like you got other things on your mind and you're trying to hold it together at work. But you got these other things on your mind, and you don't, and nobody else knows. But you want to tell somebody, but you don't know if you can tell them. Like that whole thing. So like that shit felt uh, super real uh, and relatable to me. Uh, and I was, and the whole time watching, I'm like Molly, just you know, they seem cool with you now. Tell you can tell them what happened. Right. I think they're gonna be on your side. And eventually, she said it, and they were on her side. So I was like, good. It worked out good. They didn't try to like, yeah. Yeah, because that was the thing. I was like, girl, if you don't tell them that your whole mama had a whole stroke, like, <laughs> right. it was like, it wasn't just, you know, I'm in a funk. It's more like, my mama's in the hospital right now. And he looked at her like, wait, why are you here? Why are <laughs> right. you here? But right. even then, he talked about the fact that, you know, my sister was going through all this. And she's like, I my had brother. no idea. Yeah, my other brother did. Yeah. And it was just sitting here like, y'all didn't know anything about each other. But notice, 
he was still at work. So I think it's that kind of like, you know, no, because I could get replaced, but you shouldn't feel that way at an all black company. But interesting. Yeah, it, it was one of those things. Like, even like, that, even last year, it was like nobody really fucked with each other. Like they even made a joke about it this episode. Like we, yeah, ain't fuck with they you, didn't Molly. fuck with her. But at this point, they clearly fuck with her. So right, she, I think she should could have been more comfortable with coming out with. But I again, can imagine they still never talked about personal stuff. Like again, they've never yeah. like ever had a conversation that wasn't work related, and that their conversation on the on the couch is definitely like, oh shit, like we have it. That's, but again, they she's been there enough, long enough to get the the kinks out of coming from the the, the corporate world of white America to you know feeling like it's we in the corporate world, but it's, it's all we all we got at a black firm. Because when old girls like bitch, if you don't walk your ass down to Starbucks <laughs> and, and get coffee like the rest, I mean get uh, get coffee like the rest of us talking about y'all don't have enough steamer. And, and again, like when we all said it back then, we have original history with like we said when she got there, like. She acted like she better than that place, but she came to that place because it was black. Like it was kind of weird. Yeah, we did talk about that when it happened. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. she left the other place because she didn't like how she thought she was being treated differently because she was black. And she was like, "I want to go to the black place." And then she went there and was like, "Why y'all don't got all this extra shit? Y'all don't do DocuSign? <laughs> like hilarious, man! Like." But yeah, the, I, I mean, will I say, the- DocuSign is a life. You know, oh, without a life saver. So it was like no, that was yeah, kind of yeah. funny. I'm like. No, I'm kind of with her on that. Why the hell y'all ain't got DocuSign? Like, <laughs> I, I, I was like, no, no. Why y'all don't have it? Yeah, but this uh, this episode started. Uh, it picked up, you know, where the last one ended in that hallway at the hospital. And at first, like, before, I mean, eventually I knew it was a dream sequence. We'll get to that. But when it first happened and she said, hold up, I said, this looks so awkward. But I think Chanel said it on our last episode, didn't she, Devin, that this was yeah, going to be a dream a sequence? Yeah. And she was right. So Issa walks up and she's like, Cadola's like, you know, do you want to say hi to the baby? And she's like, yeah, let me say, you know, she says hi to the baby. <laughs> and, and then Condola says, like, do you want to hold the baby? And Lawrence is looking at her and she's like, yeah, I want to hold the baby. She picks the baby up and she's holding the baby. She's rocking the baby. <laughs> and, then the, and then the next thing you know, she shoots the fucking baby like a free throw. And then like, you know, like the, you? Is the big yeah. foot, like in wrestling, like when people do the big foot in wrestling, when they kick you, she did one of them kicks to condole and kicked her like five feet in the fucking air. That shit was fucking yeah. funny. Hilarious. Did you, how quickly did you know that was a dream sequence stuff? Did you, did it take until she threw the child or did you know before? It, it took until she um threw the child because when she said, Can we not make this weird? I'm like, It no, felt real. Right? kind of related. It's like, yeah. No, because it's like, Yeah, no, because it's not like you got to make it. But when she said, Oh, you want to hold the baby? She's like, Yeah. And I was like, Hmm. But then when she threw the baby, I'm like, Oh, it's a dream. Okay. <laughs> hey, Lauren, how are you? Hey, Lauren. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Lauren made it. Lauren, we just got started, so we didn't get too far. What did you think about this episode overall? It was, well, it just started off so ridiculous. Like, the rest of it, I don't want to say it was anticlimactic, but, like, when you start off like that, it was just, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I guess I'm waiting on something, like, you know, big to happen. It just hasn't happened yet. But I know the middle of, like, a season is kind of like that. Mm -hmm. That's true. Are we in the middle though? Like, I mean, like, we get 10 episodes, so, like, yeah, we get 10. This is but, six. So, okay, this is six. So, yeah, yeah, yeah we that's got really we get four yeah, more like, episodes. Yeah. 
Okay. For, and Issa did say the last four episodes are her favorite episodes. So I'm mm. on oh, this. Okay. okay. Oh, good. That's exciting. So uh, so then, you know, Issa was checking Lawrence's Instagram and looking at his pictures and him and his baby and all this shit. And then he had like posted a picture like by the San Francisco or something like that. So apparently this nigga moved back to L.A. And I was like, good for you, Lawrence. You had to do that or else you weren't going to be a good father. Like, it just wasn't going to work out for you. Buddy. Right, right. <laughs> that but was also, your... like, what kind of tech company you can't work from home? Like, you, <laughs> oh, exactly. yeah. You, you can't work from home. It's a pandemic. There's no way. <laughs> I think she said they didn't want to do the pandemic in the show. I think I read an interview about that because she didn't want to bring people down, which is why we don't see masks and shit. But even without that, like, nowadays, tech companies, you, you know, I work for a tech company. I work from home. <laughs> my company is in Raleigh, North Carolina. I live in Dallas. <laughs> that shit don't fucking matter. Yeah. There's a lot of companies be pre-pandemic that was completely remote before. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are tech. There's like, it's like that is the that's the genre of career where remote just works. So then they cut to Issa and Nathan fucking. And she was riding the shit. Brandon, out. Brandon, 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 no, 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 you you missed you lost over that part where he's like, Oh, he moved back. And Issa was in her feelings, mm-hmm. like you got yeah, it. She was that's what I'm saying. Face. Like, that was like, oh shit. Like, and then she goes to fucking Nathan. And I was like, Oh, this isn't this isn't good for Nathan. <laughs> and she was they were having like weird sex talk, and she's like, You ain't no, got nothing else to say to me. Fucking, Yo, I hate communication is the fucking key. If we don't take nothing away from this season, open your fucking mouth and tell somebody how the fuck you feel. Cause yikes. Like she's been holding on, like, oh, you love this pussy, you love this pussy. And what else you love? Come on, sis. And yeah, then that was that was weird. <laughs> that was, that was weird. That's so weird. I hate, I love Issa Rae, but God, I hate her sex scenes. Except for that <laughs> one with Daniel. Everything else is like. This is whack as shit to watch. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, I'm uncomfortable. I feel like nobody's getting off right now. And it's That's like, I'm like, getting old because I'm getting anti sex scene and everything. I was like, I'm just tired of sex scenes. I'm just, I'm 100 years old. And the thing about it is, Lauren, it's like, I need good scenes. <laughs> yeah. I'm at the age of 40. I'm like, if y'all gonna be simulating sex, it better be it sexy as good. fuck. It's like, this Game of Thrones. Stupid. Game of Thrones still got the best sex scenes. Like you, like oh, this is this is aggressive. But even on, I'm talking about even on insecure, their oh, yeah. sex scenes. Yeah, they're but in, the ones with Issa. Yeah, I don't mind Issa. I don't mind Molly's. I feel like for some odd reason, Lawrence got the best out of everybody for some yeah. odd reason. Yeah, but Issa's have never made so me go. Quick, yeah, we just see his yeah. little tight little butt little booties. Because <laughs> they always make Issa so awkward every time. It's something awkward happens. And this one was ultra awkward because I'm looking at Nathan. I'm like, yo, he probably got soft quick as shit. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, you're taking me out of this shit. (laughs) It looked like hurry up and hurry up and get me off. But it's like, girl, he don't look like he get you off. They look like they like they like six years into their relationship and like. They like, we bored. I ain't got nothing to reach on. Wait a minute. You must not have pushed his booty button, girl, because it don't look like he in turbo. (laughs) I feel like he should have. I feel like, I'm like, Lisa, you should have had this conversation another time, like before this uh, or after. Either or worked for me. Either before or after, but not during. That was a little weird. Please, no. So then they go to the other room. Oh, no. Was that later? Yeah, that was later. Never mind. So she was just like, all right, whatever. And then 
I guess they got done. So then they cut to Nathan's barber shop, and you know they they in there cutting the hair, and then these niggas that were waiting were mad as shit because the nigga Suge wasn't there, their barber. He's like, where? Like I've been waiting here for an hour. Where's this nigga at? And then they openly talking shit about this nigga in the shop. One of them was like, he always eat my fucking lunch in the back, and then. Uh, the woman that does hair there, she was basically like, yeah, this nigga's always late and he don't clean up after himself. Like, shit's starting to piss me off. And then the other barber looked like he was Suge's boy and he was like, yeah, but, you know, he bring all the celebrities to the shop. He brought James What's Harden. That? Was that Romeo? Uh, uh, my bad. I just want, is that little Romeo? Because it looked like that little, it looked like little Romeo. That's what the little. Hey, little Romeo, but I don't think that was him. That was. It him. did. Okay, because Romeo lost mm-hmm. late too. He ain't got the muscles like he used to. So that's what I'm saying. Like I ain't. Know Let me tell you Romeo something. If not. Romeo was on our screen, we that knew about it. <laughs> I don't know. Did you see them uh, when he started doing a reality show uh, on the? On no, the I'm saying channel? I'm talking about the people watching. Okay, so you're right, though. They would have right, been like, oh, Romeo, because hello, we knew yeah. when Kiki was there. Yeah. You're right. Okay. So I was like, this nigga Shook seemed like a hotel. Like he was, and they and they are and they arguing, and this nigga's like, listen, somebody gonna cut my fucking hair. I've been waiting here for an hour. And they looked around and Nathan was like, I'll do it, I'll take Damn the backlash. Right. And I was like, I didn't know that was an unwritten rule in the barbershop. Hey, no, you know why? This is this is why. It this is. Why it's a real thing. Because until my man Shug comes in, you don't know he got the end chair. So the, the top barber usually either have the first chair or the or the back chair, cause he got clientele coming in here and that's what he do. And like my barbershop work the same way. Boom. Best barber in the front or the best barber in the back. You know what I mean? Just like in barbershop. My man said, or or uh, what's his name, Calvin in the barbershop? At the back chair. It's just how the alignment goes. So I, I, I dig yeah, it. But what you're know supposed what I mean? to do? That nigga was like, somebody oh, yeah, here yeah. cut my hair. So I don't <laughs> think it had to do with the chair. It was the fact that um, you don't cut somebody, you don't cut my client's yeah. hair. That, that, that part too. Chair. He was specifically waiting for Suge because that was Suge's client. And he's right. like, look, I'm tired of waiting for him. It's like, oh, I'm going to cut his hair. It's like, wait, you don't cut no other man's. So what do you do when hair. the client asks somebody to cut your hair? Again, I, I've been, yeah, that's, that's what yeah. that's really what you would have did. It's like you right. would have just did it. Yeah, you would have just did it. Yes. Should've, somebody should explain that to Suge because he was really mad about that. But it's like, sir, you had your client was waiting here. What were we supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. Right. Because we are running a business, right? And like I, Correct. My barber, right. My barber understands, like, boom. Like, I've had the same barber for 15, like I'm the, almost most of my life now. Um if my barber got eight heads and behind in front of me and my man free and he can do a, a, a dark season, <laughs> guess what? I got to get out of here. I got somewhere to be. And that's what I, it is. Yeah, I saw people on Twitter taking Shug's side and I was like, am I missing something here? Because that nigga said, I need somebody to cut my hair. So Yeah. So, no, I understood that. Is that, is that working the same way in the salon, Lauren and Stephanie? <laughs> You know, I haven't been to salon in years. I don't know, but I guess we just like make appointments, and it's such a like a you know when we just kind of work. These niggas made appointments though. Again, if yeah, but he's not there like at all. That's just yeah. Well, I don't know because the thing about it is I don't <laughs> see, and I think because hair, I think and the way it's different in the hair the same way. Yeah, it's different. Gonna, it's kind of like they, you would understand. They're gonna take you to wash. They're gonna wash you. They're gonna do something else. Something gonna happen. You gonna get some service. But also, before. it's not. It's like if you come and make an appointment with Kiara, 
Michelle is not going to do your hair. It's like, here, I'm like, anybody can shampoo your hair. That's totally different. But someone styling your hair is going to be the person you get there. And it's like... That would be a violation. Right. It's kind of like anybody can shampoo your hair, but it's like guys are not getting shampooed first. Right. Women are. So it's kind of like, I got why Suge was upset, but it's kind of like... That's good, though. They should be getting shampooed. That's very They do do that some places. They do. They do do that. I had that happen to me when I was in Philly, when I went to the barbershop. When I finally mm-hmm. cut all my hair off, and they would, and then oh, I started okay. going to the barbershop, and they start shampooing your hair every time. Mm. Oh, good. It, it was weird. It was very weird. It was. It was weird because you it's didn't sanitary have it before. though. I feel like. So, yeah, I never it had is. it before. It was very weird. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So it's like I got why Suge was upset, but it's kind of like I feel like he was more mad at himself. But it's like you want to take it out on the dude who basically, I guess he felt like, took money out your pockets. It's like, that nigga was already he, mad at him. But if, right. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah, he right. was already mad. He yeah, was yeah. waiting. He was waiting. But it's kind of like, oh, no, give it to him because he's going to cut my person's hair. I'm like, sir, you weren't there to cut your hair, so you were missing out on money anyway. I just, I want to applaud Nathan and all his, like, bipolar, all his mental health issues for not whipping that man's ass. In front of yeah, because that would have been left with me. Oh, I'm I sorry. Just... I would have whipped his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have kicked, kicked his ass. And also, I'm looking at all y'all going, y'all was talking cash money shit about this man. And shit. now that y'all in his face, like, oh, well, it's, I mean, that's not what you do. And it's like, you do realize y'all are saying it in front of y'all clients. So they know it too. Mm-hmm. Mm, yikes. So then they, um, then they went to the hospital, right? And Molly was at, the, I mean, Issa was at the, ho- the hospital with Molly's family. And she was getting food for them niggas. And the one nigga was like, I don't eat cow cheese because Dr. Sebi told me not to. And I was like, oh, God. It's poison for white people, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was like, look, oh, no. Look, it's always one nigga who talk about <laughs> Dr. Sebi. It's like, oh, hell, okay. And so then... Hey, one uh, of them niggas got a TV show. His name is Nick Cannon. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Nick Cannon is on that Dr. Sebi shit, isn't he? He did yeah, one. Didn't true. he do a documentary for him? He was trying to do a documentary. Probably. I don't know if he finished it yet, but yeah. Uh-huh. That's true. So then Molly FaceTimes Issa, and Issa's like, listen, I'm trying to feed your fucking family. Like, and do your job. And Molly was like, you know, I feel guilty that I'm here at work and I'm not here with them. And Issa's like, girl, like, they're okay. Like, you being here can't really change anything. Like, just kind of focus on work. Do the best you can, and we'll keep you updated. And and then uh, Molly's brother shows up, and Molly was like, uh, stop trying to fuck my brother. And then her brother was like, let me give you a hug before my wife and kids oh. show up. <laughs> that was such a oh, great line. It was, ev- that it was, was hilarious. And then he, he looked over the shoulder so, so Molly could see his shit. Which, and then for Molly to drop that shit, you know you got herpes. What? <laughs> oh, and Ur- yeah, Issa was like, for real, you got herpes? <laughs> that, was a, that was a good comedy there. I like that comedy. That was good. So then they cut to Issa. What's Issa's assistant name? I keep forgetting her name. I don't know. She got a blue bag. She got a ghetto name. We should know. Akoya. Akoye. Isn't it something like that? They, they don't say Akoye. <laughs> it's something like that. Hold on. Oh, I'm, I'm mad when I can't remember this. Issa's assistant uh, in Insecure. Her name is... Q U O I again. Yeah, so I told you I was right. Is it Koya? Is it Koya? Yeah. I think it's Koya. I think it's Koya. I know I was close. You try to act like I wasn't close. 
I just can't it was remember. like Okoye. I'm like, where you that's, watch Black Panther? <laughs> yeah, that's what that's, that's what you said, Brandon. That's what you said. That, I mean, that was close. I wasn't trying to disrespect her. I just can't remember. Um, and so anyway, they were they were walking down the street and they supposed to meet these people, the anthology collective. It's like another fashion group. And they walk in and she talking about how, you know, we're gonna do this art walk. And it was like, we already did art walk. And they was like, no, this is the black art walk. And she started naming all these black artists. And then and they were like, hold up, where we know the block from? And she was like, Oh, you know us? Yeah, we be doing shit like you know how Issa get like getting excited. And then they were they were about to be like, all right, yeah, we cool, we ready to get down or whatever. And she started talking about the the water company wants to make them the face or whatever. The same pitch she said to Crenshaw. And not, not the they head. was like, I mean, not the neck, but the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she did say that. And then the one nigga was like, Hey, ain't you the person who did Crenshaw's show? And Issa thought that was a compliment. She was like, Oh, yeah, that's us. We did that. You saw that? And they was like, uh, yeah, we good. <laughs> My thing is, I was just thinking like, yo, ain't no business owner, because that shit was successful. Like, fuck what you're talking about. That, like, she actually can give you a platform to what you need for your your art and your work, you know what I mean? Like, so I was just like, I didn't really get that shit, but I mean, I guess it's a homeboy network, whatever. Yeah, but artists is different with that shit, right? So, like, their whole thing is their creativity and, and ownership of their art. But again, like they don't even know their situation. What I'm saying is they don't even know their situation. Easton is just trying to get them a platform to make their brand bigger. So, oh, yeah. Well, they just know that Crenshaw right, talks shit about right, it. Right, right. And that's, I was like, that mm-hmm. shit don't make no sense, man. But, you know, if you trust someone, you know, and they talk, and they're like, hey, don't work with that person. They're not for you. You're going to be like, oh, you know, I might listen to that. Man. If it's somebody you trust. Yeah, I don't know that they can crunch out like that, you know. So uh, I'd be like, <laughs> you at least let me see. Yeah, I'd be so, like, show me what you're going to do for me. So can I, I knew that's what was going to happen because that's why Koya should not have went back and forth with him in the DMs mm-hmm. because he called them, he either called the block a sellout, called Issa a sellout, and then Koya's like, oh, I'll handle this and started arguing in the DMs. I was like, girl, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. That and then Corey's like, no, I'll handle it. And I'm like, girl, you should have not let that girl handle it. So I'm like, yeah, so that's a bad idea. Yeah, I agree. Because he so, brought it up. He's like, you, I'm like, I said that. And are you going to get like spicy with me in the DMs or whatever he said? I'm like, yeah, that's an issue. You yeah, just said, hey, again, can we talk? Can we talk about right. this? Can we settle this? apology, you shouldn't be accusing somebody when you're asking for, when you need an apology from them. But you, and they haven't gotten an apology yet. Why? Why yeah. would they want to accept something like uh, a yeah. fucking cupcake? Yeah, I get it. That's that was crazy. You're right. Yep. So then they cut to Molly at a mixer, right? And so she had this work mixer, and I'm like, oh, Molly still ain't tell these niggas what's going on yet. So they don't know. And I guess it's a new dude. Uh, BJ was his name. No, hey, no, BJ, BJ went to school with Molly, and that's who she brought him into the firm. That was the last yeah. season. Oh. Wasn't she, wasn't like, she like, his like, TA? Like a, something like that, yeah. Like she was yeah. like, she brought him on. This my like my little brother or whatever. Oh, yeah, I do and, remember that now. Yeah. Yep. And then Molly was said something like, I thought y'all didn't rock with me my first guy here. And they all was like, We did not. <laughs> I was like, hey yo, this is wild. Uh, it's so they, black. That's so black, though. Like when we get to a place when we're not around there, it's so black. They instantly had they had the receipts. Oh, oh, 
when you was asking us for a milk steamer. Remember that? Why can't your black ass go down to Starbucks and get your milk steam? And then you was talking about DocuSign. Like Steph said, she was for DocuSign. But Molly did say that shit kind of disrespectful. Oh, like, oh, y'all don't know about DocuSign? Y'all not hip to this? Lauren, what did you think about this? Did you think this was a good good growth for Molly? Or did you think she was going to get upset when they start bringing up that old shit? That was, I think the point of this season has been this like show Molly's like growth and her kind of moving into a place where she's a little bit more self-aware. And I think it was a good way for them to kind of like without, you know, I guess, you know, setting up some exposition about how she's grown in her relationships with the firm and like grown in her own like professional work. Cause that was like a struggle last season. Right. But, um, I didn't, I didn't expect her to get mad. It was, I'm, I'm glad that Molly like was in a place where she can coexist and get along and enjoy working with black people. I'm finally in a place where like, I really don't have to like, you know, indirectly like deal with like a lot of like white, like corporate culture. And it really is a blessing and a gift. And so I was hoping like Instagram would do like a better job of like showing that because yeah, it is a little chaotic, you know, or whatever, not always having all the bells and whistles. But at the same time, that's a much safer space, especially dealing with what her mom was dealing with. Imagine her being at that white ass farm. Like yeah. Exactly. Ain't no time off. Time off. All, all the DocuSign in the world don't matter when the people would have right. just been genuinely unconcerned about your like plight or your issues. Even Torian not being a huge fan of her, you know, now I mean, obviously, you know, likes her, but at the in the moment, he was still able to kind of like empathize with her. See her humanity, right? Because we, we all have families and we all, you know, have a humane, uh, humanity. Yeah. About right. And and then at the, that white firm, right, you'd be like, well, uh, Molly, we just wanted to talk to you about your recent performances, and uh, we don't think you're uh, up to the task of being here at this big firm where we need, you know, performance things out of you. And she would have lost her job, or she would just would like, you know, like they would have always had that over her, or she would have got or they might care, but she might never have felt comfortable to tell them, which is right. No, no, she didn't. You know, she would never yeah. feel comfortable, like. Because they would have been like, well, they're not going to give me assignments I need. They're going to start looking at me lesser than or, mm-hmm. or something like that. And you just would have felt that, you know, that pressure coming to work. And that's that's not what you need in that time of uh, of grief or just, you know, anxiety or worry. So, yeah, then they was like, let's take some shots. And then the next scene, <laughs> you wake up and Molly is fucking hungover. And she's looking at shit on her bed and she see a watch on her bed. I thought she fucked BJ. I thought she fucked BJ. I thought she fucked <laughs> BJ. I thought she fucked Yo. BJ. I that's what I was going to ask you. What did y'all hoping, think happened? I was, I was hoping, like, she fucked BJ, but it's not what happened. What did you think, Skittles? Steph? Where did Skittles come from? Like... Oh, Stephanie on mute. So, huh? yeah. What did you Wait, think? Wait, what about Skittles? <laughs> no, when Skittles Molly found that bed. watch in her bed, oh. what did you think happened at yeah, that moment? I literally was like, oh, she fucked one of them dudes. I didn't think it was BJ. I really thought it was Torian. You know, when y'all were talking about like being black in um, corporate spaces with white people, it made me think about This Is Us. When after Randall's um, father passed away and they sent him like, I think a fruit basket and he was allergic to the fruit. He's like, I've been oh, here for how many years and I am <laughs> allergic to this. And it was like, that's the wildest thing ever. It's like, yeah, you could be you can work with like white people for years, and then oh, we sent you a cantaloupe basket. I'm fucking allergic to this. Like you're fucking kidding like me right now. Everything. It was like I've worked with you these how many years. Have you ever noticed this? 
But honestly, I was like, ooh, dang, I wanted to see a, some drunk sex with Molly. <laughs> but I was like, it can't be BJ. It's Tor- when Tori said, oh, that's my watch. I'm like, how the watch get in the bed, though? Because she yeah. lied and said, I found it nowhere near my room. It's like, so we saw you in the bed, sis. So Nigga, everybody had the receipt. That's the, that's the craziest like, shit about Wild Wait everybody a minute. Yes, yeah, so they go like, to breakfast. Right, he ain't going to say, oh, yeah, that's because we fucked last night. That's why you got my damn watch. But She even like, asked him that, though. She kind of asked him that at breakfast. No, she did. So, yeah. She said, did we? And or- Absolutely not. So, yeah, they like, went to breakfast okay. the next morning, and they was like, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm late. I'm fucked up, basically. And they what, time like, what time is it? What time is it? Molly, what time is it? And they was like, oh, that's all right. We ain't do shit but some trust falls. And they said some some woman <laughs> got dropped. I was like, hey, yo. Got dropped. No, because <laughs> when they panned to her outside, she was outside looking mad and shit. Like, yeah, these motherfuckers dropped me. <laughs> she had an ice pack on her shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't have I done a trust fall before? I don't know. I don't know if I've done have y'all done that. I've before? never I've done it several times. Yeah, I've done it and like intentionally drop somebody. Yeah. Like because <laughs> I don't I'm not to be trusted. Fuck you. I don't like you. Like <laughs> I was I was I was going I was a traumatized, like emotionally traumatized child when I was little. So I was I'm so mad like, you said you don't trust me. Don't trust like, me. Like, don't like, what? Like that a girl fell back, and I just story. and I stepped the fuck back. It was at Girl Scout camp. Like I, that was white, and there was a lot going on. I had never really dealt with white people Boy, like I'm that. Screaming right there, you like don't trust me. Yeah, oh, I was like, I'm gonna drop me. your ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that is fucking great. That is great. Oh. That is fucking great. <laughs> and then she was like, so then Molly goes, "Hey, uh, I found this watch in the hallway, nowhere near my nowhere bed. near my room, but I found I found this watch." Is this anybody's watch? And everybody looking around. And then Torian was like, oh no, that's my watch. And then Tori, and she goes, Did we um and he was like, nah, let me show you what happened. And so somebody caught it got recorded Molly <laughs> doing something. Every day, was, every, every the day. Most. He was the doing most. Because it was Molly time. It was Molly time. Oh wow. She was everything to me. She was fucking lit. Uh, and I was like, okay, Molly, let loose. Like, you know, you had a lot of stress. It's, it's okay moment, to let I was, loose. I was happy for her because she felt comfortable enough. Because in the past, she wouldn't have felt comfortable enough to get that way with those people. Uh, she would either just, you know, like go into a room, do it, isolated herself. But again, everybody got the, you know, hey, Molly, you're welcome here and you're part, you're one of us. And she let loose. It was Molly time and we saw. My favorite show right now is Secession, which comes on before Insecure. It's like my favorite show. I'm fucking obsessed with that white people, those white people. And right before this episode was an episode with the woman on Secession. And for a completely different reason, she went on the dance floor and they made a comment on the show and was like, nothing's crazier to see than when somebody has lets it all loose and gets on the dance floor. (laughs) Because... They just do wild shit. And Molly was out there turned up. AKA like, white people at every wedding. That's why, AKA white people at every wedding. They'd be like, oh, she is having a good time. She has had too much. Somebody get uh, Aunt Martha and get, get her back because she is <laughs> out here. She out here getting up the groom and shit like that. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah so man. they all had a, a good laugh. And so then the next scene was Issa going to Crenshaw's shop. And the one dude called her Issa D. Liar, which I thought was fucking funny. Uh, I'm not going to lie. That was funny. But I think I got this scene. 
So let me play this thing because I thought this had some good dialogue. All right, can y'all see my screen? I see your screen. I see your screen. What you doing here, Issa? Can y'all hear that? I heard it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just uh, came here to clear the air. Because <laughs> you know, I know we had some miscommunications. Miscommunications. Is that right? Yeah, we both said some things to cause drama between us. Oh, tell me what I do. Look, I know I probably should have handled the NBW situation differently, but I just want to put that behind us. And I would love to work with you again. Let me stop you real quick. I just want you to see it from my perspective. It was more concerned with your bag than my heart. So yeah, I popped off on the ground, but instead of you apologizing, you slid in my DMs with the bullshit. I mean, you can't be mad at me for still being mad. That's not how it works. Plus... It's our first time really talking anyway. That's why I'm present here before you. Brownies in hand. Probably me. You need some. Huh? Crenshaw, you're dragging my company, which means you're dragging me, and that's impacting my ability to help the community. You don't want that kind of help. Why are you being so unreasonable? You came to me and you said you just needed one opportunity to go to the next level. And then I told you that I couldn't keep driving lift and, and juggling the block. And now you're coming at me like I'm trying to sabotage you when I was trying to help us both? You remember we both went to Skies? We was vibing, talking about the culture, how we want to shift communities. And that shit was inspiring, Issa. Felt like we was in the trenches together. No, we were. But that shit you did with MBW, man, that, that shit was fucked up. You ain't had my back at all. But you made them choices. So own them. There's a silver lining, though. Our little interactions inspire my new sweatshirt line. Go ahead, check that out. I'm taking my brownies back. The brownies wasn't hidden anyway. Uh, Steph, what do you think about that scene? Let me say this. Their argument, like a lot of arguments on um, Insecure, highlights two sides of Rome. Crenshaw, you got a lot to say about Issa, but didn't you agree to said changes and then said, oop, JK, I'm going to go back on it? What if that gamble didn't pay off? That all would have lost you your opportunity and Issa's. Sir, you signed off on those changes and then went back and changed it. It's like, wait a minute, hold up. Issa not totally wrong here. That was kind of shitty for you to just change it at the last minute before you said, yeah, okay, okay cool, I'm going to do it. And then I was like, you know, I thought about it and it's, no, I'm not going to do that. And that's your choice. But just know that gamble may not have paid off. It happened to do that. It happened to pay off. So why are you acting like it's just Issa? It's like, you did all of this to me. I'm like, wait a minute, time out, homeboy. <laughs> it's like, Issa, shut the fuck up about Lyft. No, this is not about it. Sir, we had a, talk, a discussion. You were fine with those changes. You were fine to move forward. Then you decided last minute, did not tell me. It'd be different if you had told her. He's like, Issa, I I hear you, but I couldn't do it. So I'm going back to my regular thing. Instead of her being surprised and she's sitting right next to that person and she had no idea. It's like, wait a minute, Crenshaw. It's like, 
I need you to stop being a typical ass street ass nigga who don't think, think everybody doing something to them. Sir, just like she made a choice, you made a choice. It's like you chose to go egg her out on the gram and you act like that was no big deal. It's like, I mean, I was still upset. Why are you that upset? It paid off for you. Did you lose out on the opportunity? You did not. So you could have kept that in house and you didn't. It's like she ain't the only one wrong here. But yeah, Issa, don't bring no fucking brownies to me, niggas. <laughs> What'd you think, Lauren? I'm not gonna lie, I have like no investment in this part of the storyline <laughs> at all. Like I could literally care less about what the fuck Crenshaw. I don't even know what they need. What is what is he the, the fashion designer? He's yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. Whatever, you know, who cares? But no, I'm yeah, next Kanye. That's that's Kanye. Yeah, 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 just, you know, hey, like, is she gonna fuck this nigga or what? Like, I, I guess that's what I'm waiting on. Like, because <laughs> if it's not leading to that, you know, then what is this all for? That is the perfect way to end that scene. (laughs) It's so great. That's really good. So then they go to Nathan's Barbershop. This is when shit went down with Suge. Everybody there on time again, except Suge. That nigga's still not there. Uh, And he roll up, and they're like, what y'all doing? And he's like, we collecting rent. Like, it's time to pay up, nigga. And he was like, Oh, Nathan got mine. No, Nathaniel, Nathaniel. Oh, First of all, I'm fighting off that. Bitch, you ain't gonna call me the goddamn Nathaniel in front of all these people. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> he said Nathaniel got mine. I was like, oh, this is about to be some shit right here. Uh, and then he said, um, he started going on and on like, yeah, that nigga, that nigga took my fucking customer. You know, you don't take another nigga's customer. And then everybody at this point, everybody jumped in. They was like, nigga, you was you was late as shit. That nigga wanted somebody to do their hair. And he was like, yeah, and you be eating my shit and you don't clean. And then the woman was like, you don't clean up after yourself. Like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? And he was like, oh, y'all got some shit to say. Is this gang up on sugar time? And he was like, I'm the nigga that started this shit. And I bring all the famous people in here. And he was like, I was about to bring some Wu-Tang people in here and let all of y'all eat. But fuck that. I'm going to eat by myself now. <laughs> Go ahead. See, this is my thing, right? When you talking about you bring all the people in, nigga, they paying you. They ain't paying me. They told they paid me a goddamn thing. Oh, he came through. Well, that's fine. I ain't get, I ain't get money off that shit. And, but then, the, and honestly, the, what does the, that even mean? Yeah, like what does that mean for the shop? I think it's like if James Harden go to your barber shop, people are gonna want to go to that barber shop because it's James Harden. The other nigga did say I did ten beers. I'm, I'm doing ten beers a day and shit. But I'm like. Okay. But that's still a lot of time on your feet. Like, are you doing like 10 celebrities? Like, are you right. just doing 10 no. regular Calvin? Right. Because you can right. do a million Calvins. <laughs> exactly. And again, what, how, how do I, nigga, I, that, that nigga gave me $20. What the fuck you talking about? Like, <laughs> I'm paying your, your, your roof, your, uh, your, uh, rent, your blueprint for $20? Nigga, I'll give you $20 right the fuck now. I, I was upset about that shit. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Nathan, uh, Nathan was like, shut your whining ass up. And I was like, oh, it's about to be a confrontation right now. And then go left. And Shirk says, say that shit again to see what happened. By the way, Shirk is a lot bigger than that nigga, too. So there's that. <laughs> there's that. Uh, I'm still swinging. I'm still swinging because the nigga called me the thing twice. Now this nigga talking to me hell. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's he, what he said. He was like, uh, y'all need to stop, stop listening to his crazy nigga. And then he was like, what? And he was like, listen, you need to. <laughs> the, oh, the woman was like, hey, everybody calm down. I got some essential oils. You know, we can lavender. Just, just get lavender. some lavender. 
<laughs> she was he was like, I don't want no fucking lavender. He was like, uh, why don't you give he was like, you need to worry about your bipolar ass and give that nigga, give Nathan's soft ass some fucking lavender essential oil. And I was like, oh, these niggas need to fight. I was with you at this point. I was like, they got I'm sorry. It's like, I'm sorry. He she should, I'm sorry. He should have dog walked his ass. He should have dropped his big ass like a big old sack of potatoes. Nigga, have you lost your goddamn mind? You had this person sitting here and you want us to like, oh, y'all ain't had a problem till that nigga got here. No, th- their complaints sound like they're years old, bitch. And one, sh- you dead hey. ass wrong. You dead ass wrong, period. Go ahead, Lori. Go ahead, Lori. I just want to say just real quick, like, okay, so first of all, who's the shop manager? And then second of all, like, I know barbershops are, like, individualized. It's like the mm-hmm. barbers rent their spots. But I feel like that still will reflect poorly on, like, the custom, like, the professionalism of the shop if you just got a nigga waiting like that. Because niggas not going to always be like, oh, yeah, I don't fuck with Gary no more because he always late. He's going to be like, man, I don't go with Fade and Blaze no more because every time a nigga go up there, I got to wait. And I just feel like from the exactly. perspective of, like, a business owner, a manager, you should have really wanted to come at that nigga. Like, you making us, it ain't even about you and Nathan, fuck that shit. Like, this a business. Because mm-hmm. it, ma- it makes you feel like since Nathan got there, Nathan probably is a shop manager. And Nathan got everybody on the same page as far as how the shops run. They doing th- they're doing community outreach shit. And, and this nigga feels some type of way about it. Because that's not how he rolls. Like, should feel some type of way about Nathan doing different shit than he does. And holding him accountable, but like, nigga, you always late. Like, so... Yeah, I took the heat because I don't want the shop to look bad. And it, it just gave you a sense of responsibility that Nate, Nathan, like, really has this shit going on. Like, he's really – in because he took investment over it. Even though at that pool party, he said, yeah, I'm going to start, like, when me, they went skinny dipping or Lisa went skinny dipping. And they got out and said, I'm going to start cutting hair or whatever. I didn't know. I thought he was going to open his own barbershop. I don't know whose barbershop it is. But ever since Nathan got there – Shit changed, so I don't know what's going on with his barbershop journey and all that. That was some pent up anger, like he had. Yeah, definitely. Up. It was something that it was. I was on his mind for a minute, and he was waiting for the time to tell Nathan's ass off. But you know, Nathan kind of was just like took it and it was just like, I guess he didn't want to. He didn't want to go off on that nigga. I'm assuming because he didn't want to get to a point where he was gonna get out of control. Sometimes you right. know yourself, mm-hmm. right? And so it, I thought, you know, Shug thinking it's a coup. You know that that I guess. That nigga, he felt attacked as soon as he came in there because, again, he wasn't on time. So he felt attacked. <laughs> that nigga was and definitely he, late. And then, like, why y'all coming at me? <laughs> so then they cut to uh, Molly presenting at this work retreat. And I'm like, Molly still hasn't told these niggas. And her phone is blowing Shout out to Molly's wardrobe this season. Molly's this outfit choices this year. Woo! Mm, magnifique. Magnifique. I agree. Uh, and so her and Torian giving this partner presentation and her phone blowing up and she clearly distracted and Torian saved her presentation, which was good. That's what you got to do sometimes when your partner is not into it. And I, I like hate group projects. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm sorry. I thought it was on mute. That is why I hate shit. them. It's like, real shit though, I don't like, like group projects. Like, look, real shit. So when sorry, we were doing God. a recap, no, 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 no. But doing a recap, Torian was like, "Bitch, do you want to help? You don't gotta help." She put herself in it because he's like, "I got it." He's like, "We just, I just want to go over to you got your news for the notes for the group project. I mean, the presentation at the resort. I mean, at the retreat." And Molly was like, "I'm gonna take care," but still ain't have her shit to go. Like, this is any of these times she could have said, "Hey, I got some 
she did say I have personal shit going on, but if you had elaborated, say it's outside of you, you know, because I'm thinking you gotta go to the doctor or some shit, but you ain't say that shit. You on your period or something. Right, right, like, you know, right, you know, right, right. Which is serious, but like, no, tell us that you have somebody in the hospital. Yes. And I like how Torian kind of shows some growth too, because that nigga waited till they got together alone and kind of was like, and he ain't he ain't come at her like the fuck's wrong with you? You left me up there hanging. He was basically like, hey, everything all right? Like, I kind of had to say, he made a joke about it. Like, Nigga, my back, my back hurt. Uh, I was carrying this. I carried that presentation. He was basically saying, like, everything all right. Like, he made it like a joke. He didn't, like, come at her. So I was like, but okay, it was, story. It was almost like a compliment to, like, you know, he made a joke, but, like, you know, you usually on your game and you was off your game today. And it was yeah. almost kind of like, you know, you know your, your slip is showing. Right, right, right. Like, cause, like, boom, girl, you always neck and neck with me, and I and I appreciate it. And I'm gonna give you your flowers right now, but you can't let me outshine you like this. Like, you never let me do this. So, like, something is wrong, and you off, and I can tell. So, tell me what's up. So, like, I love that, you know. Yep. So then, uh, you know, they having a drink or whatever, and Molly finally tells Sorian, um, what happened. Like, you know, what's going on with her mama. And Tori was like, yo, you could have told me this. Like, <laughs> this that shit is serious. Like, you've been you've been dealing with all that while you've been here. He was basically like, that's a lot. Like, you know, no, for this long, because it's been like at least three or three or four weeks, maybe a month, like that. She's been off, you know what I mean? Like, boom, when she went to the like little retreat thing, oh, when she was on vacation, when she just started being like when it first happened and she went to the hospital and like they calling her to do shit. So, like, it's been going on for a while. She had ample opportunity to let somebody know. But, again, her not feeling like she belonged because these incidents still happen where she didn't feel like she fit in or, like, misfires a Torian. And her just wanting to be the star. Molly always wants to be star. She wants to be dependent on. She wants to always show that she's the best at something. So um, she did it, and she overextended herself. So yeah, Tori was basically like, listen, I had some similar shit happen to me with my brother a while back. And Molly was like, oh shit, I didn't even know that was happening. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, that taught me like, yo, we got to put family first. Like <laughs> this work shit is going to be here, but like we got to take care of life shit first. And he was like, we on the same team. So if you need anything, you'll just let me know. Like we on the same team. And then Tori was like, but we don't never talk about no personal shit. She was like, I ain't even think you had no family. And Molly was like, what you doing? And she said, he was like, a cat? And he was like, no, nah, I got a dog, Flavor Flav. And then she goes, the rapper? And Tori was like, I'm familiar with that person. Yeah. <laughs> hey, like, did she tell me that nigga black card? I'm supposed to type away about that shit. She did. She that tried him. Funny. She-, <laughs> she tried him. She tried the fuck out of him. But that's what he deserves. But he actually deserves, though. So, so let's talk about let's talk about that chemistry. Y'all see? Did y'all feel that chemistry? Because like, oh yeah, we'll that chemistry. Yeah, that's coming up soon. That's coming up soon. So I got two more clips. So then we got okay. We cut to Issa at this taco scene. And before I play the clip, they showed some churros. Them churros look dry as shit. I did not want as fuck churros. as fuck. I was like, is that still a banana? What the fuck is that? I was like, what? Is that? <laughs> so I just had to get that out. But then they had this scene. Hold on. All right. <gasps> Why the fuck are you not hungry? Wow. Looks like we have the same taste. Are you following me? No. I just wanted to thank you. Thank me? For what? For giving up. You handed Lawrence back to me on a silver platter. 
He moved back here for me. So thank you for the choice that you made. We're doing great. Well, I'm happy for you. (laughs) (gasps) Oh, (laughs) this? Yeah, we're engaged. Oh, and it's not the mall ring he bought you. It's bigger. You know Lawrence has a new job where he makes a billion dollars a month. Dick grew two inches, too. So you know the long stroke you like? Yeah. Longer. Well, you got here after me. Well, that's just the way it goes. Winners go first. Winners go first? Oh, and, uh... One more thing. What? Own your choices. That was an interesting uh, flash um, dream sequence. Uh, Devin, what'd you think? So, there's a lot of things. When I saw that shit, I was like, yo, first of all, that nigga Lawrence, she, he is heavy on her mind. Heavy, like a boulder. And like, I was like, damn, for her to do this to herself, because you can tell if you're drinking, you just like automatically. But uh, for her to do that to herself, like she's still thinking about, I need to be with Lawrence. Like, I should be with Lawrence. And I think that's ultimately where she's going to end up being, and which is cool. But uh, yeah, you can't beat yourself up about decisions you make. You know what I mean? But again, your decisions are your decisions. You got to own them. And man, shout out to Gola with the, with the sidekick, the roundhouse. I was like, boom, she had a, Around has congestion was crazy. I love it. Uh, Steph, what do you think about Issa's state of mind here? <laughs> I'm like, what kind of imagination do you have that that girl is going to be raving about the the better dick she got, the better ring she got? What ha- girl? I'm like, what kind of Freddy Krueger daydreams do you have? I'm like, girl, Actually, what in think the about hell? That she said that he paid a billion dollars a month. <laughs> a month. I love that shit. That was everything. Was like, this is like, okay, this is definitely fake because you're not making a... Jeff Bezos don't even make a billion dollars a week. Shut up, girl. Oh, it's was- like, get out of here. I'm like, dang, Issa. But the thing about, t- to Issa's credit, you do kind of think those things when you see the nigga that literally was on the couch with you, was sitting there, and you was just still trying to hold it together. You see him move back for somebody else. It's like you see, this is not the first time she has had to watch Lawrence. That's somebody else's baby other, though. That's his baby though. No, I'm not no, I'm not talking about the baby part. What I'm talking about is actually stepping up for other women. That's not the first time she's seen him do that. It's like you expect him to do it for his kid, but that's not the first time Lawrence has literally stepped up for somebody else. But not for Issa. So it's like, girl, what kind of thoughts you got in your head? Uh, Lauren, what'd you think? Oh, Lauren. I'll that be. shit was funny as shit. Too. I fucking died. Um, just like on surface, it was hilarious. Like, and I just know like that state of mind when you just like beat yourself up about a decision that you made and. What's crazy is Issa has no indication that their relationship, you know, would have ultimately been successful, even without the baby. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know. You know what I mean? Hindsight is, you know, it's always 2020. Sometimes you just want what you don't have. And that's when I saw that scene, it put in spot, it put that first scene with Nathan in perspective. Like, are you just trying to sabotage this? Like, is that why you're being weird right now? Like, this is not really what you want. And so either you don't really feel like Nathan is worthy of you. And it's almost like, how dare this nigga not love me? 
or you just looking for a problem to like cause and either way it's just indicating that Nathan is not your priority because figuring out whatever's going on in your head with Lawrence is that's a word right there that's real shit though like because when she said that I was like damn she doesn't feel like Nathan is worthy of her and she feels unworthy to be with Lawrence because she always keeps getting left like when Lawrence wanted to do better for himself he upgraded left her ass boom Lawrence got a new job left her ass and then for her, for Lawrence to make a sacrifice to move back for his baby, or what, what she would believe is her is his baby, but he moved back. Like she's being like, why the fuck are we back together if he moved back? So it, yeah, it's it's a lot. That's a lot. So yeah, then they uh they cut the Molly in her room and Curtis, her brother, FaceTimed her. Her mama was up. She wasn't talking yet, but she was awake and and, you know, kind of aware of some shit. And I was like, oh, this is good. Look at this. And Molly was so happy. She almost wanted to cry. She was telling her mom she loved her. She's going to be home soon. And Curtis was like, hey, listen, finish up your shit. We here. Mama might be going home tomorrow. So we got this handled. Finish up your shit. We'll see you when you get back. And I I said, I love Molly this season. This is so good. And so then Torian showed up at the door. And he was like, I brought you a swag bag. Um... And Molly was like, oh, I just found out my mama is all right. She up like she might be going home soon. And then they hugged each other and they kept that hug a little extra, like a little like 30, like, you know, two and a half seconds longer than you thought it would be. It was better than the church hug, better than church hug. And then it looked like it was, thought they was going to do the, the TV show thing where they look at each other and start kissing and start fucking. But they didn't do that. But it's coming. It's coming. Y'all think they're going to get together by the end of the show? really see her marrying that nigga to be honest like real Same. talk I Same. Could. Like, just, because it, yeah because she's such an asshole she, she's an asshole they're both driven and into their work and they really I don't feel like Molly could deal with anything less and like Tarian I think he if they you know we know we don't know what's been going on off screen but it looked like they're trying to like show us like a more humanistic side maybe his brother had cancer really humbled him in a way and he might be in a good place to fuck with her like i say molly an asshole like i don't know it ain't many niggas that's gonna be able to you know handle molly like that but no again and i always felt are... like it was gonna lead to that i always felt like that tension was gonna lead to that maybe it's just tv show cliche or whatever tropes but i just i always felt that even last season I didn't feel only reason I didn't feel like that because they 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 don't show Torian enough to to give the lead up to it. But when you see them verbally sparring at one another and having that back and forth, you're like, oh, there's 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 energy, there's energy there. But to see them in an intimate setting like that, as far as like, boom, I've been vulnerable with you, vulnerable with me. Um, you start to see it now, and then like. Their on screen, their on screen chemistry is fucking magical. Like as far as like, boom, oh this shit, this should be a thing. Like I don't know, I didn't see it earlier. So like, like you said to your point, like I didn't see that shit earlier, and I was like, well, I see it now. I definitely see it now. But here's the thing: like usually Molly talks to Issa about these things. Like oh, you know, like the last time should I date this nigga or you know whatever. I don't know if, if <laughs> I don't know if Molly need to go to Issa about this one. Right now, I don't know if that's a good idea for Molly, uh, but you know, I, I imagine it's going to happen next episode, though. Uh, Brandon, what did you what did you feel when you saw when you saw the scene? I mean, I feel? thought it what happened last season. I didn't think they were going to be together. I thought they were going to end up like fucking, and then it was going to cause like a rift at work, that type of cliche. Mm. Uh, damn, and then Molly's life would get shittier. God damn you! Uh, I was team fuck Molly. I've been team fuck Molly for a long time, and this season I'm team like 
You have. She gonna get it. She she gonna be all right. Go ahead, baby. You gonna be all right. Come on, baby. Hold <laughs> little Molly. She gonna get it together. That's where I'm at right now. I just want to see where she go. I'm the same. I'm glad they didn't bring that nigga back from college when they went to that college trip. Remember? Oh, cause fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga. Thirty-seven times. This nigga. Oh, oh. I didn't have a whole family, a whole wife, and shit. And I think I can just fuck my get out of here. I don't want that from Molly. That's trash. That's trash. I thought they were going to bring that nigga back, and I'm glad they didn't. At least not yet. So I'm glad they didn't. So, um, so then they cut. They, they go to the last scene of the show. Is Nathan and Issa having dinner? They make some jokes about I saw a nigga with a coyote on a fucking leash, and I was like, "What?" I seen a nigga too. That that nigga lived around here. So first of all, things about LA I don't know. Uh, coyotes are available, available, and like people are getting exotic pets, but. For Florida, it's snakes and shit, but is it is it coyotes for LA people? I feel like a coyote will eat your ass. Like <laughs> again, but again, this man has made a bond with a coyote that he can walk on the leash. So what what are you saying to that, sir? I will say this on the other side. Did y'all know there's a season two to that Tiger King shit? Or nothing? Yeah. No. Oh, it's coming back. He not yeah, out of jail. It's yet. already here. It's, he it's, jail it's yet, there though. now. He not out of jail. He's there he now. Not out of jail yet. Yeah. I gotta watch that shit because you should. That last time, <laughs> didn't we do a right stuff? Didn't we talk yeah, about that? Didn't we? I thought we did. We talked about it, but again, the thing about it is, is this this season ain't nothing but people talking shit, and he's still in jail. But people, the other people that we didn't oh, know, we knew. Okay. Yeah, it ain't really nothing. Nothing. Wait, new. Did, wait, did people finally like? Uh-huh. I see more people on the bandwagon that Carol killed her goddamn husband. Oh, oh no, no, because people know that she did it. She did. Because they were like, "What you mean?" I'm like, "What do you mean? What do you mean?" <laughs> she definitely that did. man. She killed that man. That man is dead, y'all. Y'all will leave us alone. But they were saying something like he was like a predator or something, and I was like, "Yeah." Am I? I don't know if I'm supposed to feel bad about that. He was old as fuck when they got together. Yeah, he was old as fuck. So I mean, yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah. I feel like his kids around her age too. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but no, again, yeah. yeah, he left his he wife for some young bitch. Again, Walked it's home nights. Mm-hmm. Tell your mother I never come home. I ain't come home. That's what it is. Take it easy. Because, because, because his kids are like fuck Carol Baskins. I'm like, oh, they don't like her at all. <laughs> So yeah, I might have to watch that. That just reminded me, Devin. I saw that when I was mm-hmm. I think I was watching like Manifest or some bullshit on Netflix. Um, yeah, because I was like, why are we getting a second season? But I will say the podcast for Tiger as um Tiger King is based on is was actually better. Oh, they got a okay. podcast on it too? No, yeah, it was a, the pod, the podcast came before the show. Oh shit. Oh. Yeah, no, because yeah, I would always, I would a thousand percent agree with you. The podcast better because niggas are filtered, niggas is out here getting it out, and they not, they not doing it for the great ass documentaries. Because it's rip- also it's a Wondry, it's a Wondry podcast. Wondry podcasts are pretty good. Oh, cool, 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 cool. The one me, you, and Charmaine talked about with the with the with the girl. Cereal? No, it was with the girl and the guy like across the street. Oh, the the thing oh. that was on Netflix, the dude. It was like. Yeah. Where the it's family. like oh my he God. was enticing the yes. whole damn family. Oh, yeah. And he fucking like, the husband the job, and he was fucking the mom. And like, he was, like he was having an affair with the kid. He was like he was like assaulting the child and then did something to the to the wife. And then for some odd reason, that the husband to give him a hand job. And the husband's like, yeah. like, I ain't gay. He's like, I ain't gay. I'm like, um, 
All right. Was wild. <laughs> was like, man. Oh, all right. Oh man, that was weird. That was weird that's shit. Yeah. That's some wild documentaries. Damn, that so, we've been in a yeah. pandemic too long, yo. We've been in a pandemic too damn long. That is really. And the bad part about it is, we watched it before the pandemic. I thought. Yeah, it was before the pandemic. Time is the together. And I don't even think, did I watch that? I feel like I didn't even watch that. I just know that. Because Wait a minute, was the fire, it. is it, was the fire festival ones before the pandemic? Uh, that no, was it was right. The, it was before the pandemic, but it wasn't The fire like, festival right. ones started the pandemic. That's why we had okay. the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Caused the pandemic. It's like, look here, it's like, you know, you have never lived until you watch a dude tell you um, how he almost sucked some dick for some water. I said, girl, what? Yeah, it was called abduction. Excuse me. Right. That was the name. Excuse of it. me. That happened at the bar. I didn't see. I didn't watch. No. I so you. So oh. watch the one on Netflix because it was one of the people that was working with that scammer ass dude, and they had oh. to get like water across the border. It's like they had to go through customs, and dude was like, "I was about to suck some dick so, to get the water," yeah. and then he ended up not having to do it. But it was the funniest <laughs> thing. It's like you were literally considering doing this. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is you're gonna suck involved. some dick for some water. I think. Oh my god! Everybody knew about Andy. I don't know where he at, honey, but Andy was gonna suck some dick for some water. Take one All for I the team. Was, I think that's where's the ja? word. Where's Ja? And as long as I can say where's Ja, because Ja was uh, associated with the fire festival. Because uh, where's Ja? He, uh, he, <laughs> wait, that's the thing. He should have been in jail with the dude from the fire festival. But Ja Rule is acting like. Oh no, it ain't me. I was bamboozled too. Shut the hell up, Ja Rule. So yeah, so then we get to this last scene, and I'm gonna play this scene because this was interesting too. I don't know. I might be done with that barbershop. Done? What you mean done? I can't trust none of them people. It's always just too much drama. I don't know if sticking around for all this is worth it, you know? Maybe I mean they just ain't the right fit. Okay. So that's what it is. What? I told you I loved you. We didn't even discuss it. Were you just never gonna acknowledge that? Are you serious right now? You always trying to call me out for something. Because you're always avoiding something. I mean, you said that you might leave L.A. and I'm not supposed to have a reaction to that. Oh, all right. So now that it's all about you? You're not even going to ask me what I'm going through? I am. It's just... It feels like I made a choice to commit to this and it sounds like you're not. This is dumb. You know how I feel about you. Then why are you being so defensive? Because you telling me that I'm not committed. You the one that's been all inconsistent. What does that mean? It means you crying in my mouth one minute, then telling me that you want me the next minute. Then you want to take things slow. Now you're telling me you love me. What do you want from me? You all over the place. You know what? Let's just drop it. And that's how it ends. Uh, Lauren, what'd you think? Are you taking a side or do you see both sides? Honestly, I don't know. I guess I feel like 
from what I'm thinking about, and I'm, this is all me projecting. I just feel like Issa's not really in this. And I feel like Nathan was right. Like, you're not going to ask me what I'm going through. You're not going to hear what I'm saying. Like, you immediately, like, inserted your own issues into, like, this thing that I'm venting about. But also, too, like I say, I'm just not all the way sold on Nathan either. You know what I mean? Being in, like, like does he have, like, the capacity to, like, really be in a relationship in this way with Issa? But also back to Issa not being, like, it's just, like, it just feel like rebound shit. It just feel like rebound shit. And, like, how serious is this, is this going to go? Because it really don't feel like this is going nowhere. Yeah. I, I feel, I'm with you. I'm basically exactly what I felt. I was like, hey, listen, uh, Nathan's right. Like, you've had, like, four or five different feelings for this nigga all this season. And that don't even count, like, last season, how that shit ended. Like, it's been all over the place. So, I feel like he a little confused about what's what's going on. Um, I think he's been, he been keeping score. Like, again, he's been keeping score of somebody's actions. And this was, first of all, when I, when I saw this scene the first time, I was like, damn, you know how, like, when you get that aha moment, like I need to talk to somebody because I'm going. I need to go to therapy because the people around me can't fix this shit. This is the first time we get to look at Issa and be like, "Bitch, you ain't got none of this shit together, and you've been fucking up and not not like keeping up the whole time." And she has to pick up the pieces because this Lauren shit is in the background, and then you try to put this Nathan shit in the foreground, and then you fucked up and said you love the nigga, but like you never spoke on this shit. Like, does the nigga love you back? And now you feel some type like you inadequate. Like, oh, I, I I extended myself to say I love you, but I can't get it back. Like, why can't I get it back? And it's a lot. Again, this is the first time you could just see Issa needing help. And she ain't got it. And we all know she didn't have to figure it out, but like saying that, like, bitch, you need professional help. Cause you done fucked up and you left the path of your decisions. Again, it, it happened twice. Only decisions. She made these decisions. Like, again, she chose to leave Lawrence alone when Lawrence went to San Francisco because she felt like she couldn't deal. Lawrence is now back. And um, she's living with that shit. And now she's living with her, her personal and her business decisions meeting. And she's having to deal with them shit. not working out in the way she wanted it to work out. And that's what I saw on both views of this. I was like, damn, that's fucked up. But again, Nathan's not wrong. He just literally... Kept, he kept score, and now he's reading the notes of, of the meeting. Uh, bitch, you cried in my mouth last week. And then the couple weeks after that, you wanted to say we, we should be together. And now you're telling me that I should love you. And I'm just trying to get a grasp on some consistency. Because you can't have a consistent... There's no consistency there. And he's just being honest about not seeing consistency in Issa's actions. So, um, yeah, that's how I, I left the episode. Just saying, like, I hope Issa gets to a point where she's either going to break up with Nathan and get back with Lawrence or she's all in on, on Nathan and she can love Nathan in the right way. She don't want Nathan. She don't want to have no baby. She don't want nothing with Nathan. And how right. I know that is when she said that nigga make a billion dollars a month, I was like, yeah, that bitch thinking about that tech money she missing out on. She thinking about that best. She thinking about that, she thinking about that lack of an edge of thinking about all that best buy, like dick she had to take, that unemployed, like unhappy. Like, yeah, she Ooh. she wants she wants her billion dollars a month. And Nathan came to Lord, Lauren, I don't tell you how much I love you, but I do love you because the 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 experience, the life experience you have is so different from mine and it's so real. And I just appreciate you for being that real motherfucker on this goddamn podcast. Thank you. 
uh, stuff. With I am again watching a argument with two sides of wrong. Nathan, you fucking ghosted her. You have, one, you also have a track record of ghosting people. If you are keeping a tab, you cried in my mouth, and then you did this, and then you did this, then what the fuck is she doing on your dick? If she is such a big problem, why are you even putting up with it? You can literally not sit here and say, this is all your fault. Uh, sir, she's not holding you down. She's not holding you hostage. Both of y'all are fickle as fuck. Both of you. And the thing about it is, it's like, you're like, I think I'm going to just leave. It's like, so I told you I loved you. You did not respond. I'm supposed to use osmosis and just know how you feel. And that was your response. It's like, Isa not totally, she's not totally right, but she's not totally wrong either. But neither are you. Both of y'all are right and wrong at the exact same time. And the bad part about it is you like Nathan, you focusing on that because it's, it's shit at work. Did you say what shit it was at work? No, you just said it was shit at work. I don't know what shit you got at work. I don't know. And also you ghosted her once. She's trying to work this out with you. Quote unquote, trying. I'm putting it in quotes because girl, what? It's like whack ass strokes. Why are you dealing with whack ass strokes with some flaky ass nigga? And now like you begging him to love you. Girl, I'd mop the ocean before I so do that saying, with Nathan. Fuck so you're saying he said he needed two inches. She let a long story without the two inches. That's what you're saying. <laughs> That's what what you're are saying. you talking about? You say Issa love the two the, the two inches from from Lawrence that she he ain't got. She don't need she don't need two inches. She loves a long stroke from Lawrence. I think Lawrence um, that scene at the taco place that dream sequence said it was everything I needed to know about this end scene. Yeah, that was like how she really feels, and she's trying to like talk herself in. She's like almost trying to talk herself into Nathan, like and and Nathan. And I get where Stephanie's coming from, but I think Nathan, because you got to remember, at the end of last season, right, Nathan and Issa were friends, but you could... Friends, right. But again, Nathan wanted more. Nathan wanted more, and then Issa was like... But he, that's the thing. This is after he ghosted her. It's like, you can't ghost somebody. It's like, come on now. But Stephanie, if you fix it, like, what do you mean? Like, we we in each other's lives now. So like... And friends, though. Yeah, that's. So I do feel like you know it's once bitten twice shot. So like Issa should definitely hold him accountable, but Issa do have to move on from the ghosting thing. But like I said, this is just this ain't real, y'all. Like this ain't real. That's what I'm saying. This ain't real. um, Issa Issa got to move on, but so does Nathan. It's like Nathan, you can't sit here and say, "Well, you doing this? Then what are you with her for? Then why are you doing this?" I think for Issa, this is. It's not a. It's like it's not an optimal situation to be in. Be in, right. but this feels better than sitting up thinking about Lawrence. She Correct. would rather distract herself with whatever this little BS like. Because she whatever just, whatever the situationship is. 
she didn't even sound convincing. You know what I mean? Like, she was more like, I don't know, like, for you to have that visceral reaction and want to throw a whole baby, like, you really, you wanted to murder an infant because that baby was dead, <laughs> sis. Like, that baby hit the wall. <laughs> the baby like, was dead, sis. <laughs> the baby was dead. And you kicking out like, a, a postpartum woman in her shit, like, her stomach. Like, that's there's no more babies. That was real, like, emotion. This shit with Nathan don't feel... It don't feel like y'all should not be together. And it's like, because the thing about it is, he didn't. And it's like, you know how I feel. Like, if she knew that, why do you think she's asking about it? But y'all, neither one of y'all are adult enough to have the conversation. Again, communication. Key. It's, the key, it's like, it's that's the what I'm saying. It's like, it's two sides the wrong and another argument. I'm like, why is it that Issa cannot have like a, you don't know how to use your words. It's like, y- y'all don't know how to talk to each other. Cause it's like, Nathan, I hear you, but let's be very clear. You literally are sitting here like, man, I'm having a hard time at work. I guess I'm going to just leave. Right. Okay. Just like, right. What did but you it, want her to say? Right. I get, I think he wanted her to say like, what the fuck are you looking for? But again, yeah, man. Like I have, I have. You are sitting here. She brought you food, and you're like, I have no reason to be here. You said that to her. It's like, oh, okay. So, uh, oh, well, fuck me then, I guess, because right. that is how that sounds. It was like, wait, man, hold up. It's like, sir, why are you acting like you are so good at communicating? I'm like, if you were, you should have knocked that nigga straight the fuck out at that barbershop. <laughs> Brandon, how do you feel? What 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 are, what are your thoughts, man? Because I mean, you do a lot of moderating. Hard point makes sense, but that scene at the taco shop was just like how Issa really feels. And I think the thing with Nathan is that, like, I look at it like in the macro. So, like, they were friends last season, which in this timeline is like a it's year. confusing, right? 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 It's yeah. very confusing. And Nathan wanted more, and Issa didn't want more, and so Nathan was like, "All right, I'll just be friends." Like, and he became content with being friends. Because she was like, I'm getting back with Lawrence. I just want to keep this friendship. And then right. pick up this season, he's content with being friends. Even though he's still got them feelings, he's like, you know what? I'm going to keep this friendship because I really care about this person. So mm-hmm. she break up with Lawrence. And then... She's not heavy with me. Right. Not heavy with him. Brought him over. They was about to fuck. And then she was clearly not over Lawrence. And so then he like... All right. Um, okay. Respected it, right? And then, then they talked about it. Then they had that whole episode where they like basically put their feelings out there. Like they all talked about it, and he was like, "You know, I always liked you. Like I always wanted to be with you. It wasn't that never changed. I was just going to be with your friend because that's what you wanted. But I always wanted more." And she was like, "I want more now too." And then they got together, and then then she saw Lawrence with the baby, and all she can think about is Lawrence and Condola, which tells me. But, uh- yeah, and then also, but but between that, she said, "I love Nathan," and it was a slip. But again, I don't know if it was a slip on purpose, or again, she and she needs to re, she needs to fucking take account of that shit. Wasn't on accident because we do things out of fucking just routine and shit. I got a question. I've been in a relationship a long time, so I don't know the answer to this. Right, it's probably with me. So this is probably more for Steph and Devin. Is that I love you thing actually a real thing? Like, is that like a thing? I don't give a fuck who says it first. I mean, like, it, it's, what is it the thing? The thing it's about thing. it is, it is a thing, but I think the part that Nathan is forgetting is that y'all had a friendship too. So I think it's like, of course, he's like, that's why I love you. 
she wasn't saying I'm in love with you. Right. Like, it's kind of like they had it's this is not mm-hmm. they are strangers getting to know each other. So you go to her and then y'all work this out and y'all are friends. So there is some love there. So it's like you you not even acknowledging what she said. That's what's making this weird. Because right, you do have right. y'all had a friendship, so you know it's love there. So I'm like, wait a minute. It's like it shouldn't be this deep, especially when there is love there because y'all were friends. It's like, of course you you got love. Y'all y'all are supportive. But, but again, Issa but not talking I think about Issa, it. Issa made it a bigger deal. And I'm like, it's not that big of a deal, but also he didn't acknowledge it. So it's like it's but, both of y'all not using y'all words because y'all not right. grown ups. But but you think you know you know what exacerbated this situation is when she was on the phone with her mama and he was like, Oh, oh you my daughter's girlfriend? That right. and notice he said, Yes, I'm his, like, oh, right. is that your boyfriend? She right. wasn't gonna say yes. She said, Yeah, I'm her boyfriend. I'm like, see, it's not just Issa. But so, let Nathan yeah. tell it. It's Nathan, it's it's Issa's steering I'm like, not necessarily. I mean, again, not necessarily, I can, boo. I can tell you some of this is why I love you because, again, like, again, for oh, oh no, what the hell happened? Oh no, Uh-oh. um, <laughs> it's the whole line, whole line, no, it's blowing do up, whole line. No, no, I, I, I am, I am happily committed. Oh, Ooh, we love, we love happily. to hear it. Oh, we love to hear it. it. Uh, uh, okay, it. you see it? He's like, excuse me, I am a reformed uh, hoe. I have, no. I have hung up my oh, no heels, honey. Oh, no more. First of all, hoe is Wimbush will always be my favorite rapper. And whatever the oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm good, <laughs> love, and joy. <laughs> Future's name? Yes, that is. That is definitely yeah. Future's name. Wimbush. Oh, Wash Bush. No, not Wash Bush. Bush. Watch, watch you, Lauren. What's going on with him? Who? Ain't, weren't you savage. savage? He is. Oh, yeah. See, I'm very... We worshiped the church of that nigga with the, with the, with the knife in his in his. Wait a minute. Y'all worship 21 Oh, seven? my gosh. Wait, what? Stephanie, I, yes. Steph, I love, I am like. Love that man. Yo, let oh me tell God. y'all, about a year ago, I was in the same club as him, right? He was, it was and I don't because it was nobody there that 21. night. 21. Yes, I got to see him in person. So I didn't get to like talk to him, but I got to talk to his manager, Mega Measy. He told me I was 21. cute. Then made my whole night. And I met his stylist, yes. But he was just like there. And he's so tiny in person. Like everybody's he's, small. He's but small. I kind of figured that because I remember the first time I like ever saw a celebrity in person. I was like, gosh, you're like five, five. But yeah, I love him. Oh, Girl, I'm, I'm, I will I'm, tell you what celebrity is not. It's kind of sick. That nigga's done. I know he's Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a little but, sick stuff. I'm, I'm kind of obsessed. It's hey, like, no, no, it ain't. No, it ain't. Hey. This cause a nigga oh, wait a minute. Like, like, when he, he went to jail, break. when Ice got him a couple of years ago, like I was heartbroken because that was the year that oh, you know, the Super right. Bowl was in Atlanta. And I knew that meant a lot to him. He couldn't even like be out like in Atlanta during Super Bowl. I was heartbroken. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> 21, 21. Hey, yo. Hey, just right. act like a nigga from the UK won't spray, spray, spray. Hey, <laughs> there we go, Steph. That's all you got to say. I'm with you. Lauren, I'm with you. You know, I, we hear it. All right, let's wrap. Me and Lauren takes all offline about 21 and his new shit. Oh, Lord. Wait a minute. You talked about LeBron, and all I'm thinking about is his size. Okay. Go ahead, Brandon. Oh, oh. We got to let Brandon wrap up the show because we going off on Oz hand. Let me tell you something. It's like, um, excuse me, LeBron, mm, I would climb that tree. Hey, hey, what I'm telling you is 
Hey, Savannah was like, I'm okay with you out here making this thirst trap. For I mean, I, I'm just saying, Savannah kind of hot. If she, if they, oh, Savannah is I'm act. like, Beautiful. I'm like, big facts. I'm like, I'm sorry, but like, I don't know, I don't do that, uh, but you know, listen, I know Lauren offline. That's what I'm saying. But I know it's hard no, to compete I, with Beyonce because I know Beyonce be up in there. Oh, no, no, I'm no, no, just no, hey, hey, no, 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 no. You know who the real person was in there? Rihanna. Robin. Her name is Robin. Robin Fenty, Robin. honey. And I'm sorry. She came. She's another one that's like, girl, so me and LeBron gonna go, okay, girl, let's go. Let's let's do this. Let's make this happen. Hurry, hurry, hurry. I saw the fashion show. Hurry, hurry. <laughs> like, uh, but anyway. I'm oh, like, let me find out. It's like, let me go watch a video, child. I'm like, oh, Lord, I got <laughs> this. So close tonight. <laughs> Brandon, put a bow on it, Brandon. Brandon, put a bow on it. We out here tangent. I got to play. Fill it up. I get to be the. I get to be y'all on other people's shows. So I always <laughs> tell Stephanie that when I go on her show, I was like, I don't have to be the straight nigga all the time. You really, <laughs> you really don't. I can you're the cop. Cut up. I'll be you're like, a, you're a police what? officer over here. You a cop? You come. He'd be okay, like, I, he, <laughs> oh, come on, cop Mala. I don't care. Representation matters. I don't care. I'm a, I'm Hello. a ride with sis. Like, I'm a practical... Hello. Same. I'm a practical activist. You know, I'm... I'm. Oh, I've been in the game a long time. Listen, you know, get oh, your bag. you better tell him. Hey, I'm, is Jesse going to get free? Is Jesse going to get free? Before we leave, is Jesse going to get free, y'all? Listen. Go ahead, Steph. Is Jesse go in jail? Steph. No, he about... Is he going to jail? Everybody like, why he going to trial? I was like, Kyle Rittenhouse going to trial. Let Jesse get his day in court. Like, if Kyle Rittenhouse can just murder people in the street and go home, that part. Like, let that nigga like, let that nigga get his day in court. Fuck it. No, it's like, nope. Let Jesse go. Waste like, the resources. You know Y'all wasting money. I'm like, yes. Please take more money from Chicago. That's fine. <laughs> you know what? Oh. You take more money from Chicago because I'm about sick of y'all. I'm like, wait a minute. What are we talking about? So why, I, do we, hey, why are we talking about Jesse Somolia? Why are like, we over here? Jesse going to jail, though. going to jail. That and is, the bad part about it is, Chicago no better. Y'all should just let this shit go, but oh no. Y'all killing niggas in their whole house, but don't you dare make ahead, fun bitch. of us. But, but go ahead, bitch. We got a whole documentary about a motherfucker that was doing corruption in front of y'all faces and y'all didn't care? Correct. But but y'all, but Jesse embarrassed y'all. Get the fuck out of my face. Let this shit go. And I wish they could, but Jesse, it's Jesse's fault. It's Jesse's fault. I need you to know it's See, you know what, Brandon? See, we ain't see you ain't gonna get me in my blackness or I activated. I'm oh, gonna put a hey, button look, in it. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna look. Nope, because we go, I'm nope, I'm going to be it. Nope, Devin, we not doing this. You. So we got one question you, before we go, and I want to. And I'm gonna come back to this because we have four episodes left. Oh so Lord! Back to this at the when we do the finale. So at the end of the season, is Issa gonna be A with Lawrence, B with Nathan, or C with neither of them niggas? Devin, B Lawrence, B Lawrence. Okay, Lauren, what do you think? C Crenshaw. Because <laughs> if she not, I'm be mad. She wasted my time with Kofi hey, on this show. Yo, how 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 amazing is Kofi? Like Kofi is so amazing That's that like he can play special. the same nigga. He, he is the so same fun. nigga on Queen Sugar. He won on every show he on. Yeah, <laughs> except, except when he got grapefruit fruit on his dick. Everything else is like he the same dude. Excuse me? Excuse me? I'm Excuse like, me? oh, he was at that. Um, he was the guy in Girls Trip. That was the uh, one that was oh, okay, with cool, Jada cool. Pinkett. Okay. Great yeah. Fruit, great fruit so the thing yeah, about yeah. it is, it's like, I'm kind of, I wouldn't mind the whole Pranchon thing, but I will say, I honestly think it's going to be her and Lawrence. She's going to figure out a way to um 
work this out. Because the bad part, but, but honestly, I wish you don't. It's like, you know what? Lawrence never got his shit together for you. He yeah. always acted like it was in spite of you. And I'm like, that is some shit. So don't you go back to Lawrence. But yeah, fuck Nathan too. He's <laughs> like, let that nigga go back to Houston. Said just like, ain't nothing for me here. Nathan. Oh, okay. So girl, just <laughs> keep keep this like somewhat competent dick appointment until he decided to go back to Houston. That's fine. Do not take no stock and no nigga who literally look at you like, oh, it's like because he frustrated. Ain't nothing for me here. Nigga, did I just stand in line and have a whole fantasy sequence and put some tacos for your bitches? Mm. What? You are going in with Issa single and happy. She goes, Ooh. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. The one with someone. I think Molly's going to be the one. With it's going to be her and Tori. She's going to be with Tori. Tori, yeah. And I, 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 would, I, I would love that. I, love that. I, would, I, love that. I think they are cute together because I feel like they, even though they both uptight, uppity black folks, they balance each other out in a weird way. Yeah, they're right. they're very not. Jack and Jill black Greek mm-hmm. organization. Like, come on, Jack and Jill. But I feel like Torian got enough in him to like balance Molly's kind of like headstrongness and kind of be like Molly, shut the fuck up. But you know he ain't gonna ever raise a hand to her because he know that Molly will be his ass. <laughs> no, because it's like Molly got hood nigga tendencies in her and Tori do. don't. But he's like, I'm hood nigga adjacent enough. To hang with Molly. Yes. And I also think we're going to get some serious, I think we're going to get a Kelly episode before it ends. Because oh, even, wow. She, you, needs, she needs one, though. Yeah. She needs a Kelly episode. So I think we're going to see something with her, too. So I think everybody's going to get their shine before the end of the season. I need pretty, I need some pretty Paguntas, okay? I need some pretty Paguntas. I said, <laughs> come on. This is a, I'm like, wait a minute. All this podcast is going, God damn, that's a good title. God damn. It really is. Um, Steph, tell the people what's going on with Mocha Minutes before we go this week. So this week I have Cook from the Highly Inappropriate Podcast. She is my Mm. guest. It drops tomorrow on Thursday. It actually also is her birthday week. So um, So the birthday girl came through and we had a good old time roasting everybody's... um, Favorite rapper lady with the baby, Nicki Minajer. Oh, no. Uh, Mrs. Petty and her petty ass was on Potomac. And it's like, see, this, is how I, wait, this is how I know that you are fucking famous. Because there's no way in hell we wouldn't have brought up your fucking husband. You talking to me like you crazy. So we'd have went out of, that's the first thing. That's the only thing I would The husband, the, the brother, the house. Yo mama, God. Drake, Astro so World, so uh, Miley Cyrus, Taylor God Swift, God. girl. I'd have brought all that shit up, but that's how God. you know you really are Nicki Minaj. Because I'm like, no, you're not talking about nobody's choice in Nate. That is not open. You did not just say that. I just, I just, I just want to make sure we all on the same page there. So, yeah, cool. check that out. Uh, we got four episodes left, so hopefully we'll all be back for the last four. I'm excited about that. Um, I think I've been doing like this succession podcast, so y'all can check that out. I mean, I'm- have you started? I was going to ask you. I didn't want to ask you in the beginning, but did you, ask, did you start? Yeah, we. I got to put it out this weekend. Ooh, so we y'all, need, y'all we starting? need a curb podcast, Brandon. Yes, yes. We need yes, a curb podcast. This season is so good. So good, so good, so good, so good. So good. I don't know what to talk about curve because I would just laugh the whole time. 
No, see, the thing about Curve is, like, oh. again, sometimes you got to love things in your real life and not put them in the, like, the ether for everybody else. Because last Sunday's episode is wild as hell. I'm like, this is just so over the top. It I was fucking so love this. But it's I, good. It's so good. You talk, are you so talking about good. the Seth Rogen thing or are you talking about the... Uh, I'm talking about the lady. I'm talking about the guy with the raggedy underwear. Yeah, okay. That was, that was Seth that, that was Rogen. I said yeah. all of this happened in one episode. This is wild as hell. Yeah, but this, again, this season of Curve is Larry looking at, like, taking a look at, like, quote-unquote wokeness because I don't have a better term for that. Like, wokeness, social media area things. But without like complaining about it, like other comedians, right. like comedians just complain about it. All oh, cancel culture, this and that. Larry is like, okay, let's look at this. Some of this from both is, sides, yeah. Some of this is ridiculous, and some of it's not. And I'm going to show you how it's both, and that's what he's doing this season with it. Like so everything good. about that, because that when he called that woman on about the limousine, I was fucking dead. Because it's real. It's fucking real. Again, oh, if you oh, see somebody see fucking this sides. big struggling to carry some fucking bags, yes, you should interject yourself and help her carry a fucking bag. Like, so, that shit was so great. I, him being aware enough to be like, hey, I know how this fucking looks with a woman carrying my fucking bag since I'm fucking just strolling behind her ass. Somebody, it looked crazy. Somebody on Twitter was like, Larry, everything with Larry is that he be saying he be right, and people just get mad at him. But no, he's not saying that. He fuck it up sometimes. He don't always. Yeah. Right. Sometimes. Hey, yo, That's Brandon, if you let me stay at your house, I'm not gonna ask for the first. I'm not gonna ask for the last parade. I'm, hey, I'm gonna ask. And like, is it somebody's? And you say no, I can't have it. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm not gonna leave your house because I can't have a. You know what I'm gonna do? Yeah. Hey, can we can we go to the grocery store and, and get some more? They reached the funniest thing about I'm not to go too long because I know we gotta get off, but the funniest thing about this show that it always trips me out is all the rich, they are. rich oh. and they be so fucking cheap. rich. Larry <laughs> fucking cheap. Worth he my- is so fucking shit. That that one drive, I'm sitting here like, sir, you could at least grab one bag. She still has to do her fucking job. But it's like, sir, now you look just utterly r- ridiculous and a self-righteous privileged white man that's exactly how you looked walking past that program all these women like how dare you sir this is misogyny and it's like damn it god damn it because that's the, pro- that is the beauty of larry that is the beauty of him he's not always totally wrong and that's the beauty of it i'm like yes yes yeah. i love that i love that he leans into that it's like you know, just it. realize he's He's doing a terrible job at putting this out, but just know he's not totally wrong here because we're not perfect. Again, it's literally like what you should like look at this shit and see like, like the pros. Like, I'm so sorry. That is kind of gross. I'm like, how are you a chiropractor and you have raggedy Walmart underwear? The whole what the fuck is going on here? I'm like, I, you didn't know. You didn't know what these underwear look like when you put them on your ass. Like, what are we he doing, knew. sir? He knew. He knew. Lord, this show's fucking wild. It's it's a wild. Lord, please watch. Lord, if you need, Lord, if you need an HBO Max, just text me, baby. I got send me the info, there because I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to Lauren, I'm telling you, the first season would be like, girl, what the hell is this? It's like this is dumb. You have okay. to power 
I'll group because I was like, I'm about to break up. I can't do this. I've been watching some. I've been watching Southside and what we do in the shows, and I have been laughing my ass off oh, for like two weeks. First I mean, of all, they, I want to catching you. up on both. But we, I, we, we I know we gotta get off. We'll talk about it next time. But I what, we, what we do in the shadows? If you're not watching what you do in the shadows, you don't fucking like vampire Please. shit. You never like vampire Please. shit. It's fucking hilarious. It's the best shit ever. Mm. What we do in the shadows. This is the all right. Let's just say this before I go on. So here's the here's the perfect synopsis of what happens on Curb. There's an episode where his best friend got him tickets to a fucking Dodgers game in LA, and he wants to go to the Dodgers game, and he but his best friend can't go, and his wife won't go. She got some other shit to do, and it's like a playoff game, like a game seven or some shit like that. He gets on, he gets about to get on the freeway, and it's LA on rush hour, so it's fucking backed up for hours. He's gonna be late for the game, so this nigga pulls off to the side of the street. And picks up a sex worker and he asks the sex worker, which is Kim Whitley, by the way, from next Friday. He asks the sex worker, hey, I don't want to have sex with you. I just want to pay you to ride with me so I can ride in the carpool lane so I can get to the game on time. That's the show. Okay. Um, yeah, Amazing. Gotta, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. Thank you all for listening. I know I kept them long. Lauren and Stephanie and Devin, thanks for staying up so late. I appreciate it. Well, it's not that late, but keep staying on for a long. And we'll be back next week with episode seven. Uh, talk to you all later. Peace.